But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong And I grew strong And I learned how to get along And so you're back from outer space I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face I should have changed that stupid lock I should have made you leave your key If I'd have known for just one second you'd be back to bother me right and we will survive and if you are tuning in welcome back to the block is hot podcast i am your host famous amos aka the unidentified black male aka mr unidentified aka your mother's last mistake aka he went that way aka pinky and last but not least billy bordeaux and we've been back We've been gone, we've been back, we've been gone, gone, back and back and gone again. But you know what? I am back. Oh, you are waiting for the uh, the second co-host of the Block is Hottest podcast. <laughs> Block is Hot podcast. Okay, Tim is on a little bit of a hiatus. He's working in a crazy work schedule due to the COVID-19, doing a lot of these graveyard shifts. 
I work in the mornings, he works at night. We're kind of like a yin and yang thing going on, but it works out. It allows him to do his stand-up at spots that he can be doing. Um, he's going to be doing a spot with Ryan the Comedian coming up. He's going to be a guest spot featured on that. I'll be dropping the link on the Instagram post coming up. So today, to welcome back the Block is Hot podcast, I'm going to be having a special conversation with a long-lost friend by the name of Teet. Joining me in the studio today is going to be the homie, the one and only, Chef Boyard Diesel. And we're going to just get into it, all right? This is going to be a, uh, a random conversation about this, that, and the third. So uh, with that said, tune in, relax, grab your beer, grab your popcorn, and we're just going to jump right into it. I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and thank you for fucking with us. Peace. That was a seltzer. That was seltzer and a bottle of uh, alcohol. Nah, you can't you can't blame the shits on the seltzer. That's on the vodka. It was it was it was some pink vodka too. The only reason why I bought it is because if I I fuck with the podcast that uh, that sponsored that vodka, I won't say them on air. Yeah, they don't pay us. us. (laughs) Oh, just know that there's a podcast out there that has their own vodka. Well, for those who just tuned in, uh, where 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 did you go this weekend? And let's kind of hear about the experience of betting on week one of the nfl during covid okay it was uh it it was it was frustrating but i guess in the end it paid off um but man uh i i don't know i haven't been to vegas for an nfl sunday in a couple years probably like almost five six years like before like actually being there on a sunday you know week one but it was a fucking shit show trying to get a bet like shit, well, there were every there was a line, lines were forever. I got in line at about nine ten, and I missed kickoff at ten. Fifty Wait. minutes in line, and I didn't even get to the froze. I, I got like halfway through the line. Shit, um, were you were you at MGM? I, dude, that's another thing. I was walking. I got I got there at like eight a.m. and I was just walking around trying to find sports books that didn't have lines. And then finally, I realized that there was gonna be a line at everyone. So I just went to the biggest one that I knew of at Caesars, like size-wise, thinking that at least that would be a little fucking quicker. And once I got there, I was like, well, I'm here. I got to wait in this line. And I was too too late. Too late. I got. I didn't get two plays in that uh, I would have won. So that kind of kind of bites me. What plays were that? It was uh, the Packers. And I, I was going to take the Packers and the points. I think they were like <clears throat> two and a half, three points, something like that. Didn't get that in. And then the Bears. I wanted to get the Bears. Uh, I think it was plus two and a half. And did you you know the Bears? Did you watch the Bears game? Oh, I watched like, the Red Zone. So I mean, so you saw like how they came back. They were down <laughs> like ah. I was kinda, Trubisky. I was kind of <laughs> hoping they would lose because I didn't get that play. And just but, <sighs> but uh, yeah, that's throwing that silent shade. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. It, was, it was other than that, the plays I did get in one. It was fun. Had fun, even so, though how, it was like I don't know. It was weird. How much did you gamble? Uh, so I went with $200 saying that I'm not going to take out that's more. Nice. That's, that's cool. That's what I was playing. And I, I, don't, I don't play table games or anything. I, I just went strictly to gamble on football. That's good. I'm not a... I'm a sports guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to play craps. I want to learn how to play craps. Are you going to shoot craps? Yeah. yeah. You, like, you know, like the whole game, like you could comp, if you played... Yeah, I could play at the table. Ah. Uh, and I could play in the project. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? 
Um, at the table, there's a whole lot of side bets, a whole different, a whole lot of different kinds of betting. Okay. And um, in the street, mostly you bet your side bet is uh, on the person. Pretty much, you're gonna say either he hits his point or he's not gonna hit his point. But and the point is seven or eleven, right? Or anything. It's what you roll. Ah. Break it down for him. Okay, so when you first get your uh, well, if you first start a game, you tee the lead. So you get one die, I get the other die. We throw it on the ground, and it's uh, this is the streets, though. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing that in the casino. They're not gonna do <laughs> with that the fucking the dealer. You're like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> so on the streets, we tee the lead. Whoever gets the highest number is the first okay. guy on the dice. Okay. And then we bet. It's like a one-on-one thing. Like I'm betting you that firstly I'm not gonna crap out, and that means hit seven or eleven or three on the first roll. Okay. Always, so, always seven. Those three numbers. It's yeah. Always, okay. That's how you crap out. Um, but if you don't crap out, you'll have one of the other numbers, and that'll be called your point. Okay. And you want to get your point. Uh, oh, no, wait. 7 and seven seven 11, 11 wins on the first You're roll. thinking of snake eyes, threes, and yeah, 12. Snake eyes, That's crap. That craps out in the first roll. Excuse me. Snake 7 eyes. and 11, you That's hit. the automatic hit. Okay. 7 and 11, you hit. So you, you keep the dice, and you uh, roll again. They have to drop another dollar or walk away. Okay. But, yeah, yeah 3, 2, and 12, you have to... Uh, and that's it? It, it's a, that, that's street crap and it's a very simple yeah. way and that's why oh, people shit. like playing craps you can come up point. you're chasing your point pretty I've much. lost a lot of money in Diamond Ranch playing craps in the bathroom <laughs> but on the table on the table it's like there's really I don't even fully understand the whole way you can you yeah. can play no, I was trying to have the, the one of the the dealers I was talking to him and they were trying to explain it and I was just like nah man I'm too drunk for this sorry for wasting your time yeah yeah you could there's if you go late at night, they'll help you out. You know, they'll teach or you. go early in the morning, like take one of those little yeah, classes. But Five a.m. and shit. I I know the principle. I just don't know how to explain it because I don't know the terms. Like you have your you like you place your bet. Like all right, it's five dollar minimum. All right, if you're a shooter on the ready, you get your dice. They're gonna give you five, so you pick the two dice that you want to actually roll. So you, you pick your dice up. You hit that shit, and then just like with street craps, yeah, you either it feels like street craps when you have the dice. yeah. Oh, okay. And then, but once you like, so let's say this: if you don't hit your point, or let's say uh, by that I mean you don't hit, uh, you don't hit on the first roll, so you get a point. So you're on. I'm rolling a six now. Okay, you're rolling. All right, you roll about six or seven times. You finally hit your point. All right, after you won, you can take that and you can like put another bet on the side, so you can like wager your bet. Yeah, you okay. can bet, you yeah, can it's, bet it's, against it's, yourself in the casino. It's fucking weird. And then you can play oh. side bets within like the odds, whether it's odd or even. You feel confident enough to play not craps enough, in a casino? Not enough to maximize my gains. You, you, yeah, oh, okay. but it got, it got to be low limit. It got to be $5 and shit. I equate kind of like craps and roulette. Yeah. Craps and roulette to me is kind of like the stock market on how roulette, you can buy. Roulette's too easy. But, I don't like, I feel like a child playing. But think about it. Do you know how to actually play the actual yeah. like lines? Okay. Well, it's kind of like that with like the stock market and craps. Like, unless you know how to really place those bets and what the supposed odds are, like, you're not going to really yeah, feel comfortable doing odds. it. But if you know the baseline, you can play craps, but you're not going to win big money. You'll just, you know, maybe double up or something like that. Like, yeah, I, I've I've never played a table game in Vegas. I've one only. I thing, played blackjack and lost cards. No, no play, cards. No cards. No roulette. No craps. Um, Just slots and sports. Actually, no. I think one time when I went, I was really drunk. I tried 
playing craps, and I remember throwing the dice, missing yeah. the table completely. Oh, yeah. oh it's time to go. <laughs> um, but, like, I played, like, video poker, like, at the bars there. You know, you yeah. just sit there, so you they just bring you drinks. The free drinks yeah, type you just of, put, if like, you got 10 bucks in the machine. Yeah, yeah, you just put 20 in there, and you can fucking play that for enough to get drunk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would do that sometimes, but uh, even in Las Vegas, um, I would just get drinks from the liquor stores. I went to CVS. I went to the CVS on the strip. That's a mistake. Yeah. Why? Yeah, overpriced. Because they know you're trying to come I up. I paid, uh, I think it was 25 bucks for a 12-pack of those seltzers that you're drinking right there. With how much? 25. Eat a dick. Yep. Well, I mean, what was the only place that I knew I could get liquor without driving? Yeah, Vegas, if you're, if you're right on a strip, uh, convenience is expensive. Fuck, yeah. If you want is. anything, if you want something and you don't want to go far, they're going to charge you for that shit. I had some shitbox pizza. That was $33 for a medium. Shitbox pizza. Shitbox. It was called Giordano's, uh, but it, it was shitbox. Yeah, box. shout out Giordano's. <laughs> it, was, you know, it was shit. It was look them up. shitbox pizza. And that's the worst thing, too, because you thought it was going to be some fire. See, I've been to Chicago a few times, and I, I mean, it's a chain out there. Uh, but I mean, I'm not a connoisseur of Chicago deep dish pizza, but a few times I've been out there, I've, I've had it and I've liked it. Nice. So it's not the same. I haven't had a chance to it's check not. out Chicago's deep dish pizzas yet. It's, it's <laughs> a great city. You should go for more than the pizza, but definitely try the pizza. Yeah, I need to check that out. Yeah. That's definitely a vibe. I've had Chicago deep dish pizza, but technically we were outside the city limits of Chicago, but fuck it. I'm counting that shit. That shit was fire. <laughs> but um, so check this. You guys are both, so you guys would consider yourselves not necessarily gambling men, but you guys gamble, right? Because I'm not a gambling yes, man at all, really. I gamble. I have money on the games right now. How much you got on the game? Uh, I par 20, 40 bucks in total. Two bets. I took the over, the Broncos. <laughs> no oh, comment. <laughs> the over, 41 and a half. And then I took the Broncos plus three. So I put 20 on the Broncos, and then I parlayed the to over in the Broncos. That's responsible betting. That's exactly. responsible betting. Exactly. 20 yeah. bucks on a game is cool. 40, but yeah. 40 bucks is cool. Yeah. When you start... Gambling I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel fast. comfortable. I don't feel comfortable scary. like any like for like a big Have you experienced game. any fast time gambling? Uh <laughs> I've I've definitely witnessed it. Yeah. Uh, um what, what, uh, what's a what's an interesting gambling story that you've witnessed? You don't got a okay. name drop. Let's just call everyone Bill. <laughs> okay. Well a good friend of mine, Bill, just got out of the uh federal penitentiary. Oh shit. <laughs> and uh Bill, he felt kind of stressed out in there and Life was real slow, and he said, man, first thing he want to do is gamble scratchers. Before we got home, before we changed him out of his clothes, I mean, he was still in his uh, gray sweatsuit. Okay. And we're in the gas station, and he buy $100 worth of scratchers off the bat. Now, when you get out of prison, they give you 200 bucks. He spent 100 on scratchers immediately. And he was like, <laughs> get me to the gas station, like if he needed to use the restroom. So we did that, and it was too slow he's like halfway through a couple scratches he's like fuck this take me to the casino i'm like cool and i had a little present for him you know he got out he was doing like 18 months and bill you know we're, he's a good friend of mine so i gave bill 300 dollars. stand up man i'm oh, yeah, right now hey but i'll check in with you later all right. All right. i gave bill i gave bill 300 dollars. that was my little gift to him yeah and we went to the casino. Man, I earned that $300 working. And he shoved that thing in the machine faster than it would accept it. Oh, <laughs> you know, he's having a dollar jam up in the in the casino machine. Like, 
That's the first machine he walked up to. <laughs> what, what casino did you go to? It's called Chumash. I've heard of that. Is that like in San Diego? Or like no, nah, it's in Santa Barbara County. Okay, yeah. So I, it's I, out there. Okay, okay. It's kind of that like... Is, that was fucking fun. <laughs> but you know what, T? Like, that's some real stand-up shit to do, though. I'm not going to lie. Because like, be honest, I can't think of anyone that I'd known that's done time outside of like a DUI lockup or something. But that's that's some real shit, you know. You had some money when he came out and took care of him. I mean, granted, you put it in a casino, but still, <laughs> then that's your boy. And you you weren't gonna be like, yo, I'm not gonna. You're a grown man. I'm not gonna tell you what to do with this gift I'm giving you because it's a gift. But I wanted to go to the mall with that <laughs> 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 and get him fresh. Yeah, yeah. man. Get, uh, him them, get him out of them clothes. But yeah, he he didn't do bad at the casino. Oh, I he won. He, he flipped that. On the scratchers, he lost like twenty bucks only. So mm. okay, a, then yeah. From yeah. hundred, he was back at eighty, and at the casino, he went from like three hundred to three sixty. Okay, so he had, we fun. Were, yeah, yeah, he had, had fun. Yeah, we had fun. We were there for like an hour. That's the he got the itch off, you know. Yeah, he's kinda... like, all right, let's go home. Like, get in and out, you know. Back to he just needed something quick right now. And then I after feel that, he's like, all right, back to reality. Like, I'm I'm released. Let's get the fuck out of here. That's how I only I only won 180 bucks this weekend or that's yesterday good. in Vegas. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Good. That's what I'm saying though. Like, that's I, I gas. Bet, all my bets were twenty dollars or twenty five, and that yeah. covered the trip almost, right? No, I got a room for twenty three bucks, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> On the strip, like it was. So cheap that even spot. covered the food <laughs> almost too, yeah. huh? Like, yeah, man, yeah, the gas, straight. all that shit. Yeah. Basically, just went to Vegas to watch football and sports book. Cool. That was fucking wild. And you know what was crazy? Because when I went to work that morning, like, you parked it in, in I did front. that intentionally. I had a feeling, too. I did that intentionally. Because like, I knew I was going to have to move. Wait, what? Hold on. All right, so, so my truck has been, it's been uh, acting up. And I realized it was just low on transmission fluid. So I just got to fill that shit. But I've been driving my dad's car for a minute. And it's been parked. And even though he doesn't, he doesn't live at the house. He has his Mercedes parked because it's a closed garage and, you know, that's like his car that he drives. But he's cool enough to let me drive it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I so, saw the other day. So, you know, like, Dom knows, like, yo, just don't park in front of the driveway because I got to back out and I had to be at work by 6 a.m. that day. So, you know, I woke up and I was like, walked my girlfriend and I was like, this nigga parked in behind me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I was going to call him, but like, you got to move. But I was like, you know what? Like he's he like something it's something that has to be whatever so i just opened the garage I, knowing that's what, that's that that would wake him up that, you know that's exactly what it did i mean I, I was awake before because i heard i heard her leave i heard mm -hmm. the door close that's what like got me up and then once i heard the door open i was like oh shit all right oh you're a light sleeper then yeah because I, I was like why the fuck is his is his light on at five on his day off you know it's just stupid but I, that was when I committed. I, I booked the room that morning. Bro, you got there in At three hours. Yeah, I got there in three hours. I, I was getting on the freeway right here uh, at 5.45. I was in the parking lot at the link at 8.45. I've never gotten to Vegas that fast. Hon honestly. Maybe like 3.45, I, no, I did, 4. I, I did, I, right, once you get past uh, Rancho Cucamonga on the 15, I hit. I set the, set the speedometer. Or not the speedometer. Cruise control. To 90 and hardly i think i had to like get off Break like a two or three time. times to go around a truck or something basically did 90 the whole way yeah that's smooth i'm worried I about the cops landing the cut 90's like, not i don't think that's bad for that out, out there nah i don't 90, think you get pulled i was with i was with tim one time he yeah, got pulled yeah. tim over. Don't give a fuck. tim got tim pulled over fuck, like tim. tim got pulled over doing 110 I remember that we, we were it was we were going for New Year's Eve. We were driving to Vegas. What do you do at that point? In a Honda Accord. In what his Honda do? Accord. The cop was so mad. 
he like came to the window. He's like, "What the hell is your problem? I just clocked you at one ten. Would you know how fast you were?" And then of course Tim hit him with the infamous, you know. My, my dad's a cop, you know, and he was just like, oh, yeah, no. get him on the phone. Let me tell him that I stopped his son <laughs> doing 110 on the freeway. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got, he got a ticket, obviously, for that. And then, but the, he still cut him a break. Because he, he was telling us, like, I could impound this car right now if I write over 100. I, he's like, I have to impound this car if I write over 100. So he on cut it ticket. underneath? So he wrote, he, I think he wrote, like, 90 plus. Wow. And that probably That's saved smooth. the money. I've saved so much I money, I feel like, too. like, you know, I've always known that I have family in law enforcement. And I've always toted the line where it's like, I know, like, hey, if we've gotten pulled over, I'd be like, yo, don't say nothing. Like, just, just chill. But Tim's always walked that line where it's like, I know my parents are in law enforcement. I'm going to fucking do as much as I can and try to get away with it. So, that's, that's 110? I asked my that's mom good. to try and classify oh my, my plates for me because she works. She used to work for the police department. She wasn't a cop, but she used to work for them, and she could do it. And she was like, why do you need that done? And I was like, I'm your son, and I don't want to die. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, she, she, did, she just didn't do it. She was like, no, like, that's, I'm not doing that for you. Interesting, interesting. I'm the only person without family in law right now. <laughs> <laughs> we got lawmen in the house. Shout out to Dude. the lawmen. You know, it's crazy because, like, I mean, for the blockheads out there that are listening, you know, this is our guest, T. He is a first-time guest on the Block is Hot first podcast. Time. What's up, y'all? We definitely hope that he comes back again so he can be reoccurring. But um, yep, see y'all tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> nah, no. But. but you know, like we've we've known each other for a long time. You know, technically, yeah. even though I wouldn't say like we're like the type of homies that's like every day we kick it. Yeah, I've known you since seventh. I've, I've known you since seventh grade. Third grade. You were, that's you, what I'm saying. You, you were a decker in the third grade, weren't you? Yeah, you used to come over and play at Jesse Gonzalez's yeah, house. Yeah. That's what it was. Remember? <laughs> yep, the block we, parties. We played good hide and seek and yep. our parents. Our Epic parents ass hide and seek. I remember like we would wear like camouflage jackets and coats and be like diving yeah. in the bushes. Yeah, diving in the bushes. That's, <laughs> yeah. That was Reckless that. shit, not giving a fuck. Yeah. This is kind of random. Are you related to anyone by the name Castro? Yeah, I am. Who, by chance? Um, Who's a Cap few. Margarita, Jason. Do you have a cousin, Ricky? No, I don't know. Oh, uh, shit. Why? Your you face, know. like right now, you actually, <laughs> that's why I asked. And it's just, it's funny that, like, so you actually might be related to someone yeah, that you probably don't in. know. Yeah, I'm like, shit, goddamn. I'm going to have to bring him and my little cousin in here. But, yeah, that just, that just, like, just something when you look, I was like, whoa, that just gave me a flashback. But, nah, like, we've, we've known each other for a long time, man. Like, you know, and you've always just been, like, a cool person that I've always known to have like a different kind of outlook opinion towards reality and just like the world. And I know back in the day we'd have crazy stony conversations and yeah, you'd always man. have really cool, cool insight and opinions. So that's why I wanted you to be on the podcast today. You know, yeah. regardless of what Thank we talk you. about, for having me. you know, with uh, a lot of this social, you know, injustices going on and this political racism where it's like, I know you have friends of, all different calibers but at the same time you know like you know i made sure i was not gonna say that on the show today i got friends of all races but no I that's, a, that's not the, gonna say that, that's the shit. thing though but in, like i know that's one thing i didn't want to say because you hear the stupidest people saying but that shit. if you were to if someone didn't know you and were to look at you they may think oh this is just a white dude not knowing you're hispanic still yeah yeah that's the truth that's what i'm saying you know so it's like yeah and i was in foster care for a little bit what so leave me alone <laughs> so even so i mean like that's what i'm saying like, i know you know a lot of the things in the system 
and a lot of the things of just like the people a normal person understand like like you said like me and don we come from a law enforcement family so you know we probably had a different upbringing of like parents they're probably a little bit more strict because they're like yo i see these people i don't want you to be in that lifestyle but you just said right now you're involved with foster care so that's a little bit of the system you know and i like my mom she was adopted and that before she died that was something that she wanted to have was if she didn't die my dad and mom were gonna adopt a kid so that you know especially a black boy yeah exactly you know yeah so you know and shout out to people that do that and i don't mean to drop some like some crazy heartfelt you know stuff within like the first you know 20 minutes of the podcast but i I just i just i just want you know i just wanted to kind of let it be known you know kind of let let people know that yo this guy right here is different like he's gonna say things that are really gonna make you think and be like damn and also make you laugh yeah (laughs) i might make you cry too motherfuckers watch out (laughs) but yeah man i'm i'm glad thanks for having me uh i i have to attribute like half of my stony outlook towards uh weed you know that's the whole part that brought me to be stony so shout out to sweet mary jane um if if you ever feel like there's nobody you could trust you could always trust sweet mary jane to any of the uh the blockheads that aren't really um using as much reefer as you possibly can step your game up you know smoke more weed and your outlook will be stony as well you know all right now you yourself are natural grower you have some naturally fine homegrown yes. pine in front of us yes organic i by the way. smells incredible and i Thank you. and and the thing is you showed me something today that i've never seen before it's a uh a grab a leaf it's a whole tobacco leaf and he rolled this blunt with it and i i'd never seen these before i was a swisher um you know backwoods all that type of stuff guy and it blew my mind when he whipped this thing out i thought he was just like whipped out like a, a crumbled old brown paper towel yeah, yeah it looks like that at first but. so my opinion and my, well, my com- what i wanted to ask you was now that weed is becoming legalized and is soon going to become on a federal level Yes. What's your opinion on the support? Because we've seen what happened with big pharma and big tobacco. What do you think yeah. is going to happen potentially with big marijuana? Big marijuana is something that I have been like, uh, I'm not like nervous about it, but it's, it's, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to have your big guys that, that really step out and do the most with it. Like the people who have the most money and that are into like making profits are gonna look at weed as just another one of those things to invest in. And um, just from from the guy making the investment all the way down to the people that he hires, it's not about weed. Like weed is better to be grown by stoners all the way through. Like grown by a stoner who wants to grow the best weed and not because of profit, the best value, maybe medicinally, maybe um, psychological value, you know, like, I've seen a big shift in um, strains over the past maybe like 15 years, yeah. That um, it used to be strains that we didn't get, we didn't have testing 15 years ago. The average man didn't. And I'm talking about, you know, four to five growers didn't have a way to test their weed. So it wasn't like, oh, this is 23% THC. It was like, damn that shit gets you good (laughs) so it was spoken word it was rumor i mean there was but you could sift through and find real good genetics and they were like the type 
it's not all about percentage of THC. Some weed has these different qualities. I can't attribute it. I don't know what to attribute it to, but some shit makes you nice. Like <laughs> nice to your family, like nice to your friends, <laughs> nice to the planet. Like, And some weed just gets you ripped as fuck. Like you're just high as fuck and it's just, you're stuck or whatever. And I noticed that these high THC, I mean, seeking high THC strains came with the more available testing. People are like, yeah, okay, test the herb and let's breed, let's, let's breed this high THC with this high THC strain in hopes to get even a higher THC strain. Where before it was just like, man, this shit is good. That shit is good. Let's breed those two and it'll be real good. <laughs> and it's like, so there's herb that I'm telling you, especially outdoor in California, even within the last 10 years has gone from people searching for like the shit that they enjoy smoking to people choosing strains that are high in THC that are popular by name that are sellable for the dollar. Right. And that's just what I've seen so far with, I mean, it's not even corporate cannabis yet, but I've seen the shift in general of people that grow starting to do it for them, do it for the dollar. And big cannabis is definitely only going to do it for the dollar. And they're not going to consider those old stony strains that it's good as fuck. We don't know why, but it has like medium THC, but it's good as fuck. But they're not, it's not even going to be considered to be grown Mm -hmm. where, and just, I mean, for example, this year I'm growing new strains. I'm growing all seeds off of people. I got, I hit up all my weed snobs. Shout out to my weed snobs. I hit them up in spring. And it's picky smokers who don't touch regular weed. They just smoke dank only. And I know these people. I know which ones. I know the pickiest, the second pickiest, the third pickiest. I hit all of them up like, did you find any seeds this year? Yes. So I got some real dank genetics. And I know they're high in THC. But I've grown some some stress weed that's not high in THC. But when you smoke it, it's nice. You get Mm -hmm. hungry. You get mellow. You get your fingers are still sticky. I mean, it's... I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of like going back to grassroots. Like you said, there's weed that's yes, it's high in THC, but it makes you just sluggish or it's like it's just there, you know, almost like you're not too high, but you're too high. And I am at it. High ass THC strains. It's just some of them only have that to where when you breed them, they don't have no nug structure. Like when you grow out that genetic, it don't have no nug structure. It's not. um it, it gets attacked by pests and shit. Like some weed was grown for the longest time because it's hardy. Like the, the branches don't snap in the wind and fucking uh, the caterpillars don't attack it. And it's not prone to get powder mildew, shit like that. Those are good qualities and a strain to have, you know. But people throw all that out because, oh no, this is a high THC strain. So they got their branches breaking. You know what I'm saying? They got the fucking caterpillars attacking that shit. And yeah, they're getting, there's some strains that I'm telling you, they're not prone to getting like disease or broken branches and shit. But that, nobody cares about that fact no more. You might as well throw that shit away because high THC over everything to a commercial grower. And that's what I don't like about it. Did oh, you, how did you keep the bugs huh. off of this one? Man, I went out there picking them every day, bro. Really? You were just picking bugs off of it? Yeah. By hand? Yeah. Oh, shit. Was there a, was, 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 how long does it take you to, like, clear your... I just pl- hang out every day. Like, when I smoke weed, if I'm blazing a joint, it's like 10 minutes. 
I'm just picking bugs for 10 minutes while the joint is lit. And you just that's it. You just pick them off, and mm -hmm. oh, now we run into like a few different kind of bugs. But the what type of bugs do you usually run into? Like pretty like the grasshoppers right here in Pomona, California, or Phillips Ranch. That is, you know, the grasshoppers out here. They get extra large on your plants. Like they they show up as babies and just eat your leaves until they they're big old fat fuckers. They're almost like trimming your nugs at one point. They just are eating all the leaf off it. But at least they don't eat your buds. And then you got the caterpillars that come and eat your buds. <laughs> so, I mean, so you just have to pick off the caterpillars. That's what you look for. You got to open up your buds. Separate oh, they'll be the inside. They'll yeah. be inside the nug. Yeah, they'll be all through your shit. That's their favorite place to go, is because inside the nug, the praying mantises can't find them. So if you, what if, wait, do praying mantises eat the uh, the weed or anything? Never. So, so you so if you brought some praying mantises yeah. in, it'd be like a natural predator yes. to protect. So do you ever do shit like that? Like, yes. oh yes. my god! <laughs> Any praying mantis I find is good luck, huh? In walking distance, like if I'm at the house, if I find one on the side yard or the front yard or any part of the yard, and I put them on my hand and I bring them back to the plants. And could I, you buy them from stores? Yeah, yeah, you what, can. They, they sell. What is that? Are those like? I think you like, buy like it like pet. Uh, pet I never places bought and them. Shit. Is that right? like feed like for what? What the fuck? He's praying mantises. I don't know. Is my my homie back in the day, he used to they be eat into each that. other. They eat each other. If there's a lack of food, they'll cannibalize. Those motherfuckers will kill everything on your plants. Dude. Okay. <laughs> and if they don't got nothing else to kill, they'll kill each other. <laughs> I love them. Damn, okay. So you fuck around with the outdoor grow. Do you ever do any indoor grows? No, I, I don't. I've um, Unfortunately, I haven't had like the space and... Uh, yeah, I've never lived in a place where I can really do indoor like that. Like... I'm used to growing outdoors, so when I grow, I want a few pounds. Oh, you shit. know, and I don't want to wait. What? <laughs> yeah. All right, so, <laughs> T, you're fucking me up right now, because, like, you just said that so casually. Like, when, like, all right, so, all right, how many plants in your grow, when you, when you normally do this, because, you know, I mean, I know when you grow, you can do this, and it's just, like, for you, because you're so experienced and you've done this for so many years, it's like second nature, just boom, 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 boom. Routine. It starts to get like that. Yeah. It's nice. It's so, nice. It's just what you do. Exactly. And like, it makes I eventually want to get there. My dad's wife, she has, like, I think, like 12 plants right now. She wants nice. to give us three, and then we want to put in the indoor, and then. Okay. So, indoor. Uh, how, big, how big are they? Saunders. I'll show indoor. you a pick. Huh. But, Shout out to Saunders in high school. He did fucking good indoor. See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he had but, shit like that in high school? But how many plants would produce one pound bigger, or, bigger. Or, or pounds? Like, the outdoors, it's one. I mean, outdoors, the, one pound per plant. That's average. Yeah, if you plant at the right time of the year, you could get a, a pound. And if you give it enough soil, enough space, enough dirt space, like for the roots to mm -hmm. grow, and enough, it has enough space to get big around it. You know, the, it, for the plant to get big and round and shit, and you top it, yeah, you get a pound off a plant. How how tall? How tall? Are you talking five feet? Mm, mine was like six foot, and it <laughs> gave a pound. Dude, did you ever see tea bag? His house. Yeah, I never seen his plants. Oh so. my god, this motherfucker had like on the side of his. He had like his shit that he cared about in his greenhouse, but then he had seeds he just threw on the side of his house, just like dirt weed for edibles and shit. Motherfucker, almost the, like the roof, like of the Are house, like this fucking the, the stock was like like he just this. Threw seeds, he yes. didn't plant them. It's a weed. It's gonna grow. That's the truth. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> I, I remember I used to buy stress weed uh, back in. It, it must have been like two thousand and five i was buying mexican stress weed now that was the imported brick weed 
Uh, they only made it to bricks to get it across the border. You, they could fit more in a truck, you know. I, so. I, I don't think I ever Fucking had to smoke. That. We smoked some shit weed in high school. Oh no! When I smoke. first started smoking weed, and that was the summer going into senior year. So senior year, like before, I was. And this is my phase of smoking weed. I would only smoke with my sisters. And that was when her friends were smoking blunts. But I'll hit it once or twice, yeah, you know. smoke Mexican stress. I remember No, I, yeah. I know them. And then <laughs> Patrick Hunt to took me to, I think it was I Pedro remember when he rolled up a shitty the, the, right the dude that used to drive the Honda back in the day and, and then lived and served sacks in the ranch. You no, probably Pablo. Pablo, yeah. So uh, what did you call him Pink Panther? Yeah, Pink Panther or some shit. Yeah, for Pablo. Shout but out fucking, to Pablo. I would buy like fifteen dollar bags of stress and like roll blunts and learn how to roll blunts and shit. And yeah. then like I would smoke stress and like, I started like, evolving because stress was gonna be faded as fuck. It does. That was cool. Stress is good weed. Pick all them stems and seeds out. I've no, I've no, I don't think I've smoked that since like high school. Oh, you're saying stress you're, is not you're the worst than weed. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, just what's what's the worst weed that you've had? Uh, probably stress. But look, man, <laughs> I was trying to say something. Like back when I used to buy that shit, I would buy next to a church, and they had a nice shady patio. It was in Pomona. I had to walk next to. 7-Eleven on Dudley Admission. From here, we had to cross the freeway and everything to go buy five dollar bags of stress. Oh shit! I never talking about yeah. Yeah, so we were taking the back street and everything, and uh, we would get there and it was hot, and we get one of the bum guys to buy us a beer, and I would get one or two nickel bags of Mexican stress, and we <laughs> smoke it immediately. It was a long walk. We're like, fuck this. We walk right outside the spot, and there was a church right there. We'd be on the church busting down weed throwing seeds <laughs> and we must have visited that guy for a few months six months eight months that's my homeboy al d's you know shout out, <laughs> shout out to al d's that's the man that was selling me the stress <laughs> no we still we're still in contact too but like so back in those days it started it, it became like springtime and it started raining and shit and all the seeds that we threw in along the church like we we're throwing them off the porch of the church they all started growing not all of them but there was like 17 18 little weed plants growing up everywhere out of the cracks <laughs> cracks of the asphalt up in other weed patches like patches of other regular weeds and shit like oh, we was shit. growing bud right there i didn't even mean to like we didn't try to take care of the plants i got scared i was like oh we can't be around these <laughs> yeah they're gonna know now yeah let's get the fuck out of here you know but and that's the thing i was like that's why you, you never know you don't know yeah they probably knew what it was and no? but you know this is probably pulling them out when they saw him but it's one of those things where it's so weed like a uh, spang in minnesota he would do the same thing when he would roll he would just throw the seeds away when he was picking it out and then he would come over he would go out there for summer smoke throw the shit down come back here for school and then he would, and he would come back he would like a little forest of weed plants yeah. like and of course every it's time weird. he would go back it wasn't like ready you know there was that, that, that awkward part but just like it's just funny that shit will keep growing. Like, he's like, I wonder if someone, like, found that patch or something. Like, we found a grow up in, in Minnesota somewhere. Like, nah, just some kid. Just we, when you're smoking seeds. bad seeds, they're like boogers, man. <laughs> or, when you're smoking bad weed, the seeds are like boogers. You had no intention of growing them, you know? And you kind of always flick them in the same direction. <laughs> I'm telling you. So you just be over here like, why are oh, all my motherfucking weeds sprouting over I'm gonna, there? I'm going to have to use that. Weed seeds are like boogers. Bad, bad weed seeds. Hey, good weed seeds are like gold. I throw that shit in my pocket. I put it in a bag. 
but that is, but you know that that's what goes back to the original question of you know big farm big weed versus natural small weed guys like it's like it's like um farming you know would you rather support big industrialized farming where they're just herding animals to get killed or would you rather support a small independent farm who takes care of their animals and then slaughters them and they sells them meat, you know they better not get big or I'm gonna stop supporting their ass. Like it's know? like it's like Straight the Marlboros. Up. Like, would you wanna smoke a Marlboro joint? What? No. Oh see. shit. No. I You got a Marlboro I'll joint? I'll definitely hit that shit one time. <laughs> but do you smoke cigarettes? I used to smoke cigarettes. I don't. Oh, okay. It's been a uh, long yelling you've been clean for smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I've been clean. I got my uh I think I I've been clean off cigarettes for like eight years. Oh damn, that's a long time. Okay. Yeah, so, no, yeah. I, I made the decision I'm never going back, dog. Good shit. Like, I used yeah. to smoke cigs back in like right after high school and Me too. It got to be more of just a thing, you know. I was like, mm, Oh, we plays at high school. Turn that ring huh? coming off during this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <we can> turn <laughs> this shit down though. But look at this shit right here though. Let me see. Oh yeah, I've seen That's a Marlboro? Nah, um, but what does it look like? Cigarette. It's a, it's CBD it's though. A it's not even weed. It's just CBD. Yeah. Why do you have that? Cause uh, my coworker yeah, was puffing on it, it and I was, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is that? And uh, he was like, oh, it's CBD. Cause it kind of when you smell, it smell it, it like smells. Weed? Yeah. If we smoked it right now, it would smell like it. But smoking no. weed negates THC someone apparently was, or some shit. Someone was smoking this at work. Yeah. Oh wow. I, that's, no that's a bold move because I, I, they'd be like, I know why aren't you smoking dank then? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm like, you don't smell like weed. How do you? Yeah, look like weed. But it's the CBD, and it's funny because like the manager is like, maybe we should throw something in the handbook saying you can't use CBD and shit. But I was like, I mean, do you really give a fuck? Like he's rolling posters. You don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> man, I'll tell you this, man. My I used to have a boss. Like I just recently had. Uh, got separated from my uh it wasn't a career path it was just a little job it was part of my career path i work weed you know and i was doing deliveries for this guy and uh it was kind of illegal i'm like what do i say if you know because he had he was sending me with a box full of bags those medical bags with a staple on them yeah yeah those medical white paper bags yeah and each one would have all type of shit in it and i was like what if i get pulled over you know he's like it's it's cbd that's just that's just, that's just you tell him. You tell him that's what like, they say. Like that's what he told me to tell him. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> cops gonna look at me like. Yeah, cool. I'll tell him that. <laughs> CBD. <laughs> I mean, I try it. Fuck it. I feel like we're operating because um, we've had a talk with Lunar Farms. You know, Lunar Farms, right? Olamir. I didn't know him as Lunar Farms. No. Oh. But yeah, I know Amir. What's up, Amir? Fucking, we, we, uh, I, he had him on the podcast and we talked about the weed industry and you know, Very how cool. it goes about it. Yeah, and even he was weed. saying like, it's like that we're operating in that weird gray area of like, you know, who's licensed, who's not licensed, what's a licensed clinic and not who's really there. Like, uh, there's like one clinic that we go to and they're clearly illegal. The one on Valley? Yeah. Yeah. Valley's a big ass street, dude. That shit goes all the way to fucking LA. Yeah, there's gotta be. That shit goes all the way up to where? Uh, Holt. Yeah. It turns into Holt. Yep, 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 yep. So, I mean, we got that, and then we have the other clinic, the one that feels more legit, the one that takes a credit card. Yeah. (laughs) Nah, but the the illegal guys are cool, though. Oh, no, of course. Yeah, but sometimes the weed, I don't like the weed. You know what? Hey, I need your opinion on this. You can tell about the nerds rope. 
Oh, that. Oh, you got forgot about that. I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna get in. No, don't. It's just candy. They're selling you candy. They repackage candy. It tastes like less than one percent THC. And they're selling See, it for 15 yeah. bucks. A nerd's rope. You know the kid? Fucking testing. <laughs> See, these guys could have made a legitimate living. But nah, the, I, 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 the other day I bought some edibles from an illegal shop. And because I had to go, oh, I was going to golf, right? And I can't be smoking on the course. And I think, well, how, remember, how big were those sour patches? The pack yeah. said like 300 milligrams. I ate maybe like 150 to about 200 of it. I was high, but I wasn't like lit lit. Like I've eaten like fifty milligrams from like of like a cushy punch. Remember two thousand twelve and two thousand thirteen, and the clinics were selling like thousand milligram chocolate bars and those shit. Like yeah, hubby what bars. Were those things called? Hu- I think C- hubby, C- hubby bars. C- C- Cordova. Cordova. Yeah, some shit. They they still make those, but just yeah, not as high anymore. Because like, I remember I ate one of those. I went to watch a game. I was like, well, I ate one. Was high for two and a half days. A whole two and a half days. So this is what I was gonna ask you, T. Ask it. Okay. okay. This is this is a this is something that I have a pet peeve about. Oh, what shit. are your opinions about bud tenders who have shitty customer service? Are they foin as fuck? <laughs> that makes it even worse. Nah, because I feel you. Because you, you know want, you got hired you for one. Looks, yeah. You want the looks. I don't sell. want that shit. But, but I noticed. If you, if I you myself ha- have noticed that females that are like. Got a couple layers of too thick of makeup, and they're extra fit, and they got their deodorant on, and they looking all fly and shit. They got like new Nikes on and shit. I got new Nikes on. <laughs> See, then you should have bad customer service. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. You got a jersey on. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he'd be an asshole in the clinic. I bet. Who you? I'm not a people they, person. Yeah, I don't, nah, I don't, I don't nah. deal with. No, you're just a Broncos fan. It's like this: <laughs> if you sexy and you feel sexy, then when you work a clinic job. You're supposed to have terrible uh, customer service. Oh. So that goes out to anybody that didn't know. That's the way it works. Huh. Sorry, so but no, no, I don't like it, but that's the way it is, man. Straight up. All right. Because I think like if I had a daughter, right, or a little sister, even like a little cousin, and she's like, okay, you look so pretty, right? It don't matter. You better have some good customer service. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just get a job and be like, Chewing well, gum all Let me say this and shit, like, <laughs> let, let, let me dial the question back and, and give it to you another way Seeing is that you're in the weed industry Kind of like blessed Because 10 years ago, 20 years ago This shit is No one was thinking we were going to be where we are today with weed yeah, you know? yeah, it's cool What I mean by bad customer service I mean just not knowledgeable on weed You just don't know anything Oh, you know? oh is she foreign as fuck? Well, I mean If she <laughs> You know what? Let's take the fine Same factor. I get it, because because I mean, you know, we always give the fine chicks a pass. They always get the pass. No, I don't be giving no passes. I just be patient. I'm like, but I'm talking about like, yo, if you're like, hey, what do you recommend, or do well, what's a good sativa, or you're just like, hey, what you know, like, do you think that clinics should be having their bud tenders be knowledgeable? Yeah. So for for yeah. stoners, this reminds like, me when I used to go to a clinic. like a pharmacist. It, yeah, this reminds me of when I used to go to a clinic and these guys. Like, I remember the fucking dudes would know best. These mm-hmm. folks would be straight smokers. Absolutely. That's why they would have the job. These fuckers are like, oh, yeah, I'm not a pretty girl, so check it out. Here's why I have the job. I know everything about every butt. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'd be like, cool. Cool, man. Let me, let me, I hopefully, man, because, yeah, a lot of girls are just like, they'll tell you what's popular or, like, whatever, but. And then there is some stoner chicks that are like, they be blazing every single herb in there, but 
I don't know. Some dudes really take it to the next level where they're like, I blaze every single fucking herb. I just feel like every if, single fucking if you're day. working there, I feel you should be like, if you're like a wine sommelier, I always fuck that word up. Like, some, yeah, sommelier, sommelier. Yeah. Yeah. like you should, you should be able to say like, Hey, if you, yeah. like, what are you looking for? You're looking for yeah, a, upper, on a nice windy Miller. Tuesday, on a windy Tuesday, you should drink this shit. Right. You but, know? but, Oh, you're about to have a nice dinner and smoke by the fire. You're going to want this right here. It's, it's a nice hybrid, you know, it's going to get you ready for bed, but not enough to fall asleep and not get yeah. your dick wet. Like that kind of thing. I want, <laughs> I want I want that in restaurants. I want that in anywhere I go, dude. I mean, it's just I'm living in dreamland. But anywhere I go, I want everybody to be hired there and work off of their functionability and knowledge of the restaurant and everything on the menu and every item and shit. Oh no! It just turned off because it's not being used. It's all good. No, I, I feel you because, like, with me personally, because I feel like I've worked customer service to one degree of an or another. From like my first job being in Stater Brothers to being a client relations manager at my current job, yeah, and Brothers, I get a example. I get a little bit of anxiety now if like someone asks me something about my company or product and I can't answer the question because it's like, fuck, I would say yeah. it, it look. I don't like making my company look bad because it's like all. you know like I'm I'm a team player type of person. I equate everything back to sports, and you know like. Especially because my company that I work for is a small company. If it was like when I worked at Bank of America, I didn't give a fuck. I could always like uh, whatever. Yeah, like they don't give corporate. a fuck about me. I don't give a fuck about them. It's a mutual fuck you. Corporate. But like, <laughs> it's the best working in a restaurant when you have servers that know what the fuck. Like, they, like they I feel like if you're a bud tender, if I owned a clinic and we got some new weed in, I'm like, yo, if you're working in here, I assume you smoke. We're all gonna smoke this real quick at the end of the Every, day. Everybody so we, come so you get know. your complimentary grant. Yeah, bingo, yeah. Right just that's, so that's, you can. That's how we do at work. Like, and take notes. Special, you take have to. Notes. Everyone you gets. If you make it, you put it on the on the windows. Oh and my this god! Is special. Everyone you, try you, it. You don't know it, Dom. What? But you would probably make a great dispensary owner just because you have the mind of a chef. And wow. I mean, if you just yeah. learned about weed, then you, yeah, and use that chef world, you would create the culinary yeah. weeds. Well, that, there's definitely a weed is kind of culinary. People. I mean, but they're not you. And I don't know them. That's just true. It's very true. I don't know if I'd be able to get into the weed. Industry. You need a lighter? You just hold it. I, like I, don't, I don't know enough. I, don't know. I need a place to ash. Hold on, was it? Continue uh, the conversation. Uh, um, get a cup. Anyway, what were we talking? Oh yeah, the weed industry. You wouldn't want to get into it. I, I feel like I just don't know enough about it, like like to actually put money into it, like that. I would. I think like with trees like this, I think we could probably sell that shit um, at a certain price. It'd be lower, you know. I know you guys smoke good indoor. This is an outdoor crop. I feel like it smells good. Though. I feel like, I like that's why I like it. If you. You're just a boss. And you and Kiron all came together <laughs> and then create a spot because you would have the weed on lock and then infuse it with your food. And Kiron is a dope MC and just knows how to put on vibes. Yep. yep. You guys would have a spot. <laughs> Hell yeah. Call him up right now on the podcast. Put him on Dude, honestly, phone. I would, but I don't have the attachment to my phone. And I apologize. Uh. I apologize earlier because that's why I didn't have horns playing. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, cool. I'm pretty sure I, my sister stole my attachment in the last time I had I'm gonna tell you car. like this man <laughs> the first time I heard one of your first podcasts I heard the horns and I was wondering if it was gonna last all episode I was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> is that is that gonna last all episode it's just the intro just yeah, the intro yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah good though I mean 
<laughs> yeah. Not, no, not, pe- not people have said we got turn we got turn their horns down. It'd be kind of loud sometimes, huh? So how do you get feedback on here? You got to the loyal fans that are listening right now and they give feedback. So we got multiple ways people can reach out. Mainly it's through Instagram. I always tell people DM me through Instagram. We have a Discord, so a lot of our fans and uh, I don't like to call them flan- uh, fans. We call them blockheads because you're all a member of the block. It's like one big community. So they can all share conspiracies, memes, topics, just talks amongst themselves. I'm a blockhead now too. We're on Reddit. We're yep, just, yep. We, have, we have a little bit of everything for everyone because some people fuck with Facebook only and then I just try to check in on who's getting the most traction. So, but mainly Instagram. That's how I can get the one-on-one. Instagram. Everybody's on Instagram. Yeah. That's 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 the fact. That's a fact. And then Twitter. And people Facebook. are on Twitter, but I haven't gotten a hold of Twitter yet. Are you, like, you have a Twitter account? I have a Twitter, and people send me DMs, and they'll send me new Twitter? stories. Yeah, people Do reach you out. Post a lot it? Do you post it on your I Twitter? just I just post like when the podcast has a new episode and stuff on Twitter. Uh. And I just you know occasionally big stuff or small stuff. Save this for after the blunt. Whoever wants it, it's loaded. <laughs> I'm straight on that. I'll be coughing on the microphone like. <laughs> <laughs> That shit does get you high, high though. I'm telling you, I, I, I said it maybe on the second to last episode before we had our little hiatus break. I just, I don't know. Something about dabs. I was trying to like save money and not spend so much uh, money on weed. So whenever I would get dabs, like two of these little things will last me like almost three weeks, you know? Sometimes those, two paychecks. Those are grams? Uh, yeah. This tastes phenomenal, by the way. Thank you. This is a phenomenally tasty. Thank you. I appreciate and, the feedback. And, and this is this is smooth. I was not expecting it to be this smooth for it being a blunt. Does that yeah, have something to do with it? Harsh and shit. Is it because it's in a leaf, Paul? No, I don't know. Oh, I think. <laughs> is it because it's in a leaf? I don't know because sometimes the leaf is like, harsh as fuck. Yeah, dude. Because I I don't really smoke. I hate back, I don't smoke backwards that much. But I, the few you times you give me I a backwood and I might decline. That shit hurts. They're not cool to smoke. I don't get how people could just be smoking backwards all the time. Females. People. Oh, I thought you said bitches. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I don't get how people could just be smoking backwards. Yeah, I've, I've smoked backwards back to back. Like, oh, is that what you prefer? That's your preferred no, method. No, no. See, okay. I got asthma, so that's backwards. Talk harsh. about what's your preferred talk method of smoke? Preferred method. It's volcano. I'm a stores and bickle motherfucker. Volcano. Uh, the, the vape. Really? Yeah. Vaporizers? Yeah. No, it's not a vaporizer yeah. though. It's like the OG quality one like, like the one that the that, bag yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying like that's what the lord just like when the lord we were riding said. around a car getting dumb high with in that high shit. school stupid yeah, in high school we were retarded yeah, see i, I feel like i feel like because you grow pounds and you probably have more weed than i do on average you can use a vaporizer and just vaporize and get amount of weed and then can you, I remember, you lawrence, was, you lawrence was vaping a lot once you vaporize that weed you, you can still cook with it huh yeah yeah do you do you i haven't yet I have uh, a bunch of this saved make, up. You should just make some butter or some oil. Oh, or you know, you, you know, you guys should do. You guys should come yeah, together and do some edibles. dope shit. Yeah. <laughs> edibles because for real, make a fucking cake. Now make some dope brownies. Look, we had to collab on the edibles because yeah. uh, oh, you can use your culinary skills, and I'll just supply yeah. what you need. I mean, we can make heaps of butter. Yeah, dude, you know or you're just, welcome. Or, or, or oil, just, just oil come through too. and kick it. Hey, we can do that on a Sunday. Shit, I'm lucky. Next Sunday. Next Sunday, I'm not. I ain't working next Sunday. Oh, Fuck that. Oh shit. Oh yeah. shit. Keep Throw the game. On the yeah, exactly. We got the red the game, zone. Yeah. Broncos play Sunday. Who do they play on Sunday? Damn. But not. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm down. We could do something. I don't know. We could we could make butter, and I want to make like some olive oil, just because butter doesn't really go in everything. Sometimes it's some oil. 
I'm not gonna lie, I feel like edibles are gonna be the wave of where weed is gonna possibly take off next, like, or that and the, the infused, dr infused drinks. Those are dope. I like the infused drinks. Like the sodas and stuff? We did, um... Yeah, because I always sip. I drink alcohol. Like, I mean, not alcohol, but I drink beer? beers a lot. So you, Just, you constantly be sipping? I'm telling you, you got to fuck with not these seltzers. But when you sip a weed drink, it's like you're sipping, but and it gets you fucked up, but it's weed. It doesn't fuck up your stomach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you don't get, you don't get super stoned. You might go to sleep. How, how strong are they? What's like, you know... I don't know. The one the homie used to make. Oh, he made it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like went to a shop and bought it. No, I used to know a dude like in the high desert that made him himself. That was his little hustle. Soda? No, the, it was a THC. They call it THC lean. But oh, I understand about the... You, it was yeah. no cough syrup. It was just like syrupy... Uh, THC, basically THC syrup. Yeah. THC I've, seen, syrup. I've seen those before. And we would pull up like regular, like... You get a styrofoam cup, a little <laughs> ice, get a Sprite, you pour yeah. that shit in there. It'd be like purple, but sometimes green or sometimes red, whatever. Like, And um, it tastes like fruity ass shit, like watermelon and shit. But yeah, He would drink, flavor it? He would put like flavors in it? Yeah, but you drink like one of them. It'll be like, maybe it's a little smaller than this. And one of those. You drink the whole thing? I would. Uh, the, one, the one I've seen is like that same size. It said it was a thousand milligrams. Yeah, that's why I drink the whole shit. God damn, you just go to like, Yeah, that, okay, you go hard then. Never mind. All right. Like Honestly, but, but no, that'd be a nice way. Dude, a thousand milligrams to the face oh, on Sunday. No, hey, that'd bro, be no. nice. Sipping it through the day, it though. Goes, like, no, dude, we, no, it goes oh, fast. Oh, you take it to the face? It goes fast like a tall can. Oh, you whoa. Just sipping, hey, bro, you sipping Cut that in half. Uh -huh. <laughs> You get higher well, we and went higher. to Coachella that one time. We split that 1500 milligram brownie. That was. And I was high for two and a half days. And I only had fun for one of those days. See, I haven't had the the THC lean. I've had it was almost like one of these seltzers. It was just like a seltzer drink, but it was with THC. Um, me and Tim, we did um, a podcast with Sam Tripoli for his um, his thing that he does at the uh, the comedy store. I forgot it's uh, his first Patreon page, and okay. he had a sponsor there that was handing out these to everyone that was in the oh, attendance. Hell yeah. It was it. it was like a I think it was by Sierra Nevada actually. It was a, a CBD or a THC drink, and then they were passing them out and like kind of like yo, if you're 21 and you're of course you have to be to get be in the comedy store, like yeah, or to be to drink. So yeah. So what was your experience with it? I liked it. It was a, it was like having a low grade edible. So like maybe like 20 milligrams after an hour because I didn't smoke before because I was nervous. So like let me like be sober minded and not stumble over my words. And I was like, oh, this is yeah. really nice. That's how I came here a little bit. I was like, I don't want to be all high and shit. Like we smoke halfway through the show. And that's it. But you know what? I've noticed that's a common theme. And I've, I was like that too. Like when we first like started doing this, I was more trying to be presenty, yeah, showy. Professional. But at the same time, like I know it's like, nah, as long as we have our intro, be locked in and just be consistent. This is just a good conversation and kickback. I want people to feel like they're in the room with us. Like, like there's someone right there. It's like ghosts in the room, but it's really just like the listeners. Not some really high shit to say. <laughs> That's dope though. It is kind of like that. We should take some of that weed oil and we should make a sourdough starter and we could try and make a sourdough <laughs> weed bread. See, that's what I'm talking about. I just saw that picture right there and I was like, we can do there that. There it is. See, I don't know if that, that would work though, but I mean, fuck it. I've never tried it. That picture Fine. looks to me, that the thing on the left, it looks like a colonized jar. Of it is. Grain. No, that's that's starter. That's starter. That's how you make sourdough. It takes like a week 
So or sometimes I'm gonna let it go for longer, at least like two or three weeks. So that's colonized grain. That's a really no, it's good. It's not leaf. grain. It's yeast. It's yeast. really good. It's it's well, it becomes yeast. Thank you. And that leaf is really good. I just felt the nicotine kind of buzz hit, and it's been a while since I've smoked a blunt, but. Fuck, that was nice. Yeah, I'm thoroughly impressed by that. We could go back to the bong after this. It's good to <laughs> no, get bong too. Yeah, I want to see who it smokes out of the bong. Because like, I'm not going to lie. I always say this. You can quote me on it if you ever want to throw it in my face later. I consider certain types of weed blunt weed and certain types of weed bong weed where it's like weed that's so good, you don't want the blunt you to spoil it. it in a bong yeah. And I feel like it. the way that smells, I want to see how that tastes. Like that shit was something else. Yeah, this is uh, it goes well in the blunt too. I mean, in the bong too. Excuse me. How, <laughs> how many years you got under your belt? <clears throat> Smoking? No, nah, growing. Like how? Because that's that's a crap you got to like. You can be a barber for eight months, but you ain't gonna um, probably top this OG that's been cutting hair and using all this shit. And okay, I'm gonna give you the timeline of success because like, <laughs> that, you know what? That's the realest shit. Again, just keeping it real. Success. <laughs> yeah, because I had a gang of crops that never amounted to shit. Like, my parents used to pull my plants, even big plants. They'll pull them out of the ground and shit. So, um, okay, I was growing weed and I was 16 years old. That's yeah. when you started having success, you say? Yeah, junior in high school. And then, uh, how was that quality? Not good. Or you say it was a success, right? Well, I mean, the quality was like, it was hella just It's not, it was nothing compared to this? It wasn't that, no. Uh, it wasn't that stuff. It was more leafy and grassy kind of. Okay. Loose, kind of like a loose. Nice yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, I just, uh, but when I was 17, I grew some better bud. And I, I grew that with Stinky, you know, Alexander <laughs> Dean. Shout out to Stinky. Shout out. <laughs> I, I mean, Billy. I mean, Billy. <laughs> But yeah, then uh, as long as he ain't got no warrants right now, he's good. <laughs> then after that, like, man, when I was 18, 19, I started growing it at my house. So, uh, yeah, ever since that, I just been growing pot since I was like maybe 10 years. You constantly have a plant growing, or like you? What? Right yeah. now, I'm in the place where I I have a cycle. I start seeds. There's a there's a seedling table, right? So I start start seeds on the table. There's six. I always start six. Mm -hmm. When they're grown and full, and they're, they're in small pots. So when they fill out the size of that small pot, I put them in this little place I call the sun spot. So they get, and they're in a gallon pot at that point. I transplant them into a one-gallon pot, put them in the sun spot. And uh, they stay in the sun spot for about a month. And they get big. They outgrow that one-gallon pot. And from there, I transplant them into their permanent homes you know i bury them in the ground or in a good pot full of good soil but i always spike up the soil spice it up you know like you just don't be putting some miracle miracle I'm spice, grow i mean i'm go. soaking up all this right now <laughs> like, Fuck, I, no i don't i don't use no miracle grow look man uh you go to like a special sp uh, spot to get your soil or you i just... can't talk against it because miracle grow would be better than just putting it in the dirt I heard Pomona has really rich soil, like that's like the. Like but we got really clay soil around these parts right here. Really? Yeah. No, I, I don't know how. Have you heard of this? We got real clay soil. Have you heard of this? If it ain't organic, I don't want to hear about this. You know? <laughs> oh no, I never heard. What of is that. that? What is that? It looks like a Christmas present. Huh? This is our shit. 
It's called Dirty Dozen. It's by Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company. Shout out to Fox Farm. I that? use y'all. This is the shit that Tom oh, get. Oh, All right. So, yeah. <laughs> so I only oh. know, besides UT, the only people that I know that grow weed consistently or on the reg is Tom and Amir. So that those are the only two people. Yeah. And he's the yeah. one that sold me this because you know he dipped out to Thailand right before this whole COVID shit, and Tom Bomb, he's been where stuck. Fool's fucking, he's in Thailand. He's booed up, living the good life. He wants to come on the podcast, and we want to have him on the podcast too, so we can talk about everything. What we're doing. Okay. Ask Trent, mm-hmm. I want to be on the podcast with Tom. It's been too long. We used to be best friends, but you know there was some little old baby back drama between us and a friend of ours, and. Uh, as a youngster, I chose one side of that little drama, but I didn't want to sacrifice a friend like that. So, you know, Tom's listening. Shout out to Tom. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to uh, get back with you. You know what I mean? Definitely. And, you know, I'm pretty sure Tom would love to have that conversation. Just, yeah, yeah. Cause, I mean, not on cause, the cause, podcast. Cause, yeah, of course, of course. Because it, it doesn't sound like it's anything between you two, but it's like it was the third party. It's like Third party, baby back bullshit. Yeah, exactly. But he's the one that sold me us this because, you know, he was looking for some extra side cash to spend out there yeah. in Thailand. We used and, to grow in, the, bro, in a similar tent. We got this shit in March and we said we were going to start. We haven't gotten a clone since. I mean, we were supposed to get some from Amir. Shout out to Amir. But he gave the seeds to Daryl. Daryl lost, lost the seeds. <laughs> We've just been in like, it's like so, okay, so well, it, I'll give you I'll give you all plants like any day of the year. You know, come on by and, and I'll shoot My stepmom, you know, she has plants for us. It's just, it honestly is. What do we need to get? That's all we need is just plants to get that soil. going. Soil. We have, it's Where like, we, we have, we have grow, from? we have like, I think we have gallon grow bags right now. Shout out Mission Hydroponics. Oh, I know exactly where that's at. I, right old, off the 71 right there, huh? No, no. Mission Hydroponics is the old, uh. Uh, go pad and scooter store. Ah, I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. It's it used to be a, it's on a reservoir and mission. mission. It used to be a. It used to be a Pomona Mission Lama or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I got used to, right I, next to Pomona back door. I bar. bought um a carburetor and my uh, exhaust pipe for my pocket bike from there and make that shit go dumb fast. <laughs> if yeah, you so remember, they, they got got. What, what is what is the soil run you? How much is like? Man, right now that shit Fox Farm be costing fourteen dollars. It's kind of ridiculous, but like. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know dirt I, prices. I know. I was like, well, I'm gonna go get this tomorrow, man. I saw so. a look on your face. You're like 14 bucks, but I. I but again, I want to hear your opinion because the soil not supposed to be that. Expensive. I've never bought. Soil. Yeah. it's not supposed to be that. Expensive. No, no, it's drop game. It is that expensive. It's just been going up like everything else been going up. You know, in our yeah. economy right now, I think. Uh, people just staying open they're gonna have lower rates of people coming in you know what Dropping i mean the so price. they have to raise the price because oh, they gotta keep right. lights on you know oh, okay it's probably not even that the product itself is going up but maybe the people that are actually like the Got distributors bills. the store Dist- owner yeah yeah, dis- yeah dis- distributors they have to raise their prices mm. so it is what it is but i still fuck with it i mean shit we, sh- we should uh, really get on that then no no yeah we do like uh soon yeah you got the bad not the bad mic but you got to be actually near like, it. yeah right yeah on top it's not of like it. these mics will pick it up from a, yeah. from a wise distance <laughs> well shit man if you guys want to get started i got plants i could come shoot you guys today like when i get picked up i could tell How my girl we, we, yeah, we, 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 we got we got something we gotta get dirt first but once we get no, dirt, the plants but, are already in dirt 
That'd be cool for a month almost. Three weeks probably. Holy shit. I mean, we, can, we can do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just get we can started. talk about more often. They, <laughs> they move you along in the process because you start seeing your... Oh, Because we can... I, oh, shit. It's cool. I got it. Because we can like... I'll show you even more. I'll show you the light setup that we got. We got a fan. Oh, you guys are doing indoor. Yeah. Well, with this thing, yeah. Cause can, we do, cause we, can we do indoor? I mean, outdoor at this time of the year? Because we're about to start hitting fall and winter. Yeah, I know it's SoCal, so I they mean we had great weather. Plants. You could grow through the winter. You could just grow <coughs> we're small not we're plants. not gonna care for it as much outdoor, picking bugs off of it and shit as you are, because yeah, we, I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah. We're not. If it was outside, you know, like you said, you were just you would pick your bugs off by hand. I'm not gonna be out there every day picking you can spray bugs them off too. But I don't want to spray. Yeah, I don't want to spray. Yeah, I don't when we have the box already inside, it's like, would you worry. would you spray yours, T? Come on, would you want to spray yours with some pesticides and smoke that shit? I had before. Ah, oh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. So wait, then what's your opinion on pesticides? Like, is there some Some good? are safe or Some what? are safer. Some are all organic. Do you wash your weed? No, I don't wash mine, but this year I'm thinking about it because of ash. Oh. You know, how, would that, how would that affect it then, if it's ash? Besides well, all being the just... ash fire, and I mean, all the ash from the fires is raining down a lot of like, uh, like my nugs are covered in ash right now and they look kind of dirty. So oh. I've never washed my weed, but you just put it in water, literally wash it. Yeah, it's like it, rain. You dump it in water, and then, uh, but it, the water is mixed with like a low solution of like uh, hydrogen peroxide or lemon or something. Huh. But a real low solution. And you just soak it, or you just rinse it. You rinse it off, move it around, and then shake it, it off and hang it up to dry. It doesn't. You doesn't lose. You don't lose any THC crystals or anything. They say you don't. They say the people who wash their buds, they claim that you don't. They're like, no, nah, you don't lose any THC. But, but it makes sense because like you said, it'd be like if it was raining outside. Yeah, but it hasn't rained all fucking... Yeah. But I mean like... Out, it's, but, the same, but it's the same theory of like if you just theory, dumped it like in weeds, water weeds, and then dried it off, you know? Be, it's meant to be fucking... It's a plant. Yeah, it's meant it's to get plant. wet. It could get wet. Yeah, so if you just... Up, if you yeah. submerge it in some water or solution to clean it That's and then dried it off for property, you know? I don't think it's gonna rinse off the THC, is it? I don't um, know. I'm an I'm an I, asshole. I don't like I don't like breaking down nug by hand because I feel like I'm losing THC by doing that. So I yeah, because you get it on your thumb. I, I like the grinder too, but you know have I you, didn't bring my shit. So uh, just have you ever tried making with. concentrates out of your shit? Yeah, totally. I make concentrates out of my shit. Like oh, we're gonna we're gonna talk off mic then about that because I do. Is that what can I, can I be you? The death? Can I go to you for this then? Yeah, well, I buy my devs. So oh, okay. Anybody, Where do you, then I need to fi- want to get them. They can come get them off me. I buy them by like the zip. Oh, know? that's oh. Well, then I want to figure <laughs> out. Yeah, okay, for sure. Then yeah, so I'm saying I'd rather to go through you than or because we'll talk off. We'll talk off the mic. <laughs> no, we could be on the mic. I want everybody to know. <laughs> oh, well, then well, all right then. For, my name is T, like a titty. Y'all never heard of me, so yeah. We'll then all right, so. Like that. So then what's your prices then on, on this stuffs on, cause I like to get a lot of, well, I usually get live yours resin crumble. Oh, or, this, it live was, rosin? Yes. Well, resin, rosin, this is resin with an E, not rosin. Okay. I don't know because how I'm, much does that shit cost? This was 25 a gram. Yeah. I have stuff that's 25 a gram too, but it's just called batter. Oh, there's some like, there's some hash, like live rosin hash shit that's going on the streets right now for like $85 a gram. Why? Shit, why? Because there's no solvent. There's oh, that's no, solventless, right? Yeah. Okay. 
So I don't know if you're getting solvent list for 25. I don't think so. I'm getting solvent list for what 25. What is solvent? Is that, is that like a chemical? It's anything. A solvent is a chemical, yeah. yeah. You don't want that. Oop, my bad. It's a part of the extraction process. So there's when some you, that... When you make your wax with like butane, butane is the solvent. Or if you make it, if you make it with uh, propane, some people mix it with hexane and shit. But people make it with all different type of solvents that are... Uh, potentially harmful to the body if it's at super high temperatures too if it's not cleaned off all the way Mm. which a lot of shit has been found to be not cleaned off all the way damn so the best part about the rosin or i don't know because they call it rosin but yeah i know what you're talking about rosin that's like a heat press you just basically like they get they get weed and they fucking uh they make hash out of it uh bubble hash and then they press the hash into grams of like they heat the hash and press it and it like leaks out oils oh shit and that's what the rosin is you know but then you get crooked people and that's what you have no i don't have that oh i can get that but it'll be expensive as fuck oh, that's you're saying is going for 85 yeah jeez so what would i be able to get then on some like bulk stuff 25 i got some 25 dollars but i mean the price goes lower the more you get that's what i'm saying like what like what right, hundo Five, I'll give you five G's for Oh, now. fuck yeah. I'm going to you then. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, oh sorry, here's a bill. What the fuck? Like, yeah. I'm only a bill. <laughs> I'm, I'll make it fat. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather run that shit. What the fuck? Like, fuck these clinics. But if, well, because I'm assuming you only smoke good shit. Um, oh, don't. don't you should have said yeah. Some of my homegrown ain't the best, best. You know, I get lower nugs of that. And I'd be like, damn, this ain't the best at all. But I mean, you wouldn't fuck over your old boy Rick James, would you? What? You wouldn't fuck over your old boy Rick James, would you? No. See, man. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, it's like it's like when I when I hit up a mirror, or it's like I know that a mirror's weed's always fire. So yeah, it's no, like I, to, I don't trip. I need to touch back down with a mirror. So do you guys know Pismo? That's, I feel no, like I, I don't think I I don't, think I, I don't think I do specifically, but again, like. I don't remember a lot of people's aliases sometimes, so I may know his real name, but I don't want you to say his real name on mic. Yeah, yeah, no. That's what I'm saying. So like, shout out to Pismo though. This weed, we're smoking it right now. Like, man, this is some fire. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is really good. And this is outdoor. And this, so you grew this, but this was his weed. It was his strain. His strain, yeah. yeah. He gave me the seed, or he gave the homie seeds, and the homie gave me seeds. But it came originally from Pismo. I just think that the weed community needs to be more tapped in like this. Yeah, but I feel like connected. there's I feel, there's a there's a page that I follow on Instagram and they kind of point out a lot of the shit that's fucked up in the industry. Like they'll point out like companies that are scamming with like those carts and like like I don't fuck with any of those carts anymore. Like the pre-made yeah. ones, you don't know what the fuck they're putting in nah, that shit. Nah. And then like he'll point out people that are selling like, like, like bullshit they're selling like pine sap as like a fucking shatter and shit. Like and it's like what the fuck but yeah no you can't fuck with that like and then they called out the the ropes candy saying like yo if you see this ropes candy don't get it because <laughs> that shit's been testing at less than you know one percent basically thc yeah my homeboy it was funny because my homeboy got some of that shit and he got like a dozen of them and the was, nerds ropes yeah and he was selling oh. them online i mean you know he posted them on a story like you know tap in and shit <laughs> And I'm like, I, I mean, I wasn't even interested. I make my own edibles. Like, you're about to tap. We're about to make some edibles right now. What do you now. normally make? Oh, I'm I'm a rookie. I just make cookies and uh, brownies. Oh, okay. Oh, you got to do some dope pastry shit. Yeah, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, we could, I mean, you could literally, I'll tell you, we'll, we'll put some in butter and then some in like olive oil and coconut oil. And then yeah. literally you could go anything. Remember a stamp back in the day? Stamp? Yeah. J mm. stamp. Big white boy with the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay. We used to make edibles back in the day, back in, in high, high school, school and shit. And like, What's he would, he, he, I, don't, I haven't well, talked to him in a minute. High school. Yeah. And it's like, he would come through to the crib with like an ounce of some weed, maybe two. We'd make a shitload of butter and then we would start making cookies or brownies. And it's like, yo, I was like, I'm not trying. I, I'm cool. Just He would just give me a shitload of cookies for myself. He's like, you can sell them, do whatever you want. I would just have some personal cookies for myself and give them to the homies and then have some butter, make some toast or something and yeah, just get yeah. lit. Like Ice cream. Are the shit because my dad would beat my fucking ass we if he found me selling some weed. We can, <laughs> we, can make, we can make ice cream. Oh. I got, I got a good ice cream maker now. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't have it, but my mom. I'm a problem mom. Okay, we could do it like that. I, I, I made some fire strawberry, not THC, no, but it was just regular, some really regular good strawberry. Well, don't forget the weed makes it taste like weed, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, add some strawberries to it, it might taste like some weed strawberries, but fuck, <laughs> <laughs> or chocolate. Chocolate overwhelms everything, yeah. I was making these chocolate mushroom bars, and those things were pretty tight. So, what, all right, so time out. Now, to be honest, I don't remember you really being that much of a mushroom connoisseur back in the day. Before then, I, was I used to know you as a henny drinking ass motherfucker with some OE and yeah. weed. Yeah. And you never used to be about this whole psychedelic lifestyle. Right. So I, right. I, I got I to gotta see, like, wh when did this whole shift in the in the paradigm happen? What, what made you start saying, you know what, mm. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to see the other dimensions. I'm going to tell tap you what, in. man. The desert did it to me. Joshua was, Tree? Uh, no, uh -huh. no. I moved out to Atalanto. Oh, okay. It's And I was on the north side of Atalanto. You know, shout out to the north side of Atalanto, but they're not listening. Uh, <laughs> we don't know. We have people listening in Australia. We were surprised. <laughs> Doubt it, but hey, what's up, y'all? North side of Atalanto. It's all a bunch of projects right there. Uh, and I, they have... I noticed like they have more weed, better weed than we can get down here. It's a trip. Like the whole high desert, if you think you're gonna come from down here and hustle up there, you got another thing coming. They they just they already got it on lock. Before you go, do you think it might be because since um, weed plants are grown in the Afghani mountains, which is a desert climate, this is actually a desert plant? I have no idea, but just ask it. Keep I going. think it's because a, a lot of people, a lot of ghetto people from LA move out there. Yes, yeah, gentrification at its finest, but it's that's like where they're, that's where they're going ghetto to. motherfuckers are the first ones to leave. They're like, shit, rent 1600 in LA? Fucking $500 in Atalanta? Later. It's 500 out there? It was at the time. I was living there 2016, 2015. So. Oh, shit. How far is that Atalanta? It's a, we passed it coming home from Bishop. It's on 390, right off 395. Right off 395. It's where, hey, it's also where the, those kids in cages were kept at that border, at that uh, immigration center. Oh, shit. Interesting, you know? Past that, too. We drove, that's also right off the. They got a federal penitentiary out there, too. You know, yeah. that's, it's a prison town. It's a police town. And everybody that don't work at the prison and the police station is unemployed, mostly unless you work at the gas station, liquor store, library. It's like the highest rate of people unemployed. It's like the highest rate of people that didn't drive. Oh, shit. My apartment complex that I lived in was like maybe 80 units, and there was like fucking 18 cars in the parking lot. <laughs> Damn. Real shit. So. Damn. Yeah, man. 
I was out there, I was trying to sell weed, but everybody's trying to find an alternative out there. Everybody's unemployed. So there was some serious weed men out there just on some like ghetto shit. It was ghetto LA people who moved to the desert. That's like, yeah, we got to get something going. So everyone was selling fat sacks of weed for low amounts of money. I couldn't compete. Um, there was a time where I was like, just to wait, wait, wait. what's a price that you couldn't compete with? Because some people out, we're listening. We have listeners that are from like East Coast, yeah, West Coast, yeah. out of country. Like, what's the price that well, you? This was pre-COVID, so like five five dollar five dollar little mini <laughs> handfuls, <laughs> little half five dollar little halfway handfuls of good weed, good indoor weed. Holy shit! What yeah. the fuck? Like, rent is five hundred bucks, man. Holy I'm shit! You, so. And you're talking a five dollar. Hey, get this five sack rule. Five sack. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Watch. Go get the five sack from the homie. Okay, I'm gonna get this five sack from the homie. I could not compete. There's no profit to be made. So. Because <laughs> they're just growing their own. Is that what it is? Nah, just people were buying it, and it was hella competitive. It's like if someone was gonna make. Ten dollars, and there's the next man ready to make five, and then the next man ready to make two, and the next man ready to make a dollar. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just prices. So, what can I get out of this dollar? You can get a gram. Oh shit! Fuck it, motherfuckers. <laughs> Here's it four dollars. You know, drugs were at an all-time low up there. It was like it, you were trapped. People were. Most people didn't drive in this the heat in the desert. It was yeah, crazy. Man. So that's the also sad. I always sell weed before that, and then like I started getting with these psychedelics, and like I noticed a whole new way. Like people now, not in my projects, but like uh, people in the desert, like the white people in the desert, would be interested in the shrooms. You know, they would. I would be able to sell them at the liquor store. I'd be able to sell them at the mall i'd be able to sell them at tattoo parlors that you just i'd be like you know what? i'm gonna go to three tattoo parlors right now like fuck it back back to back and you'd be able to sell shrooms like that get good people have it good people get your good number and it's good like it's solid people would hit me up like you're the connect now yeah i started yeah. i was the man at, out there after that so you grew them yourself at the time no Oh. At the time, no. So what about was, this? Wait, what about this last batch that we uh, that I had just got? I didn't grow those. Okay, I, all right. So since it was, since it wasn't yours, I'm gonna let you know. They weren't that, that, that strong. They weren't that strong. I they took that, that whole good. thing, nah. took the whole thing to the face, broke off a little bit for Jasmine, but it, it wasn't like the last ones. Like I was it like, okay, half. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was yeah. It was just yeah, like a nice fuck. edible. Well, thanks for letting me. Yeah, know. I'm just letting you know that I was like, you know, but. I, I'm I'm kind of interested in the process of growing mushrooms. The ones I grow, they never do that, man. I always, the ones I grow are always bomb. Yeah, the, my, my, my old roommate, my old roommate, uh, he has a spore, the spore in his freezer. He's had it for like a year. He asked me, he's like, do you know how to grow this? And I was like, dude, I have no idea how to even begin it. But he actually has like the, it's the syringe with that yeah. shit. Yeah. In his, in, yeah. We've, uh, you dude, know, yeah, that's... the homeboy Billy. <laughs> from high school senior year i don't know he was, oh we know i think we know that same billy yeah that motherfucker's doing it big man oh really he never uh he's never come out like that neither get, get in contact Dude, with him that was how it uh, where, is he still socal like yeah local he's out here yeah billy's out here okay well then damn Billy. Yeah, nah, bro, because I'm not over here trying to scheme and make money like that. Just... And oh, but again, though, it's like you're the homie. I know you never do that. And again, that's why you, I'm it, glad it, you it, told it, me. it's different. That's why I, I was gonna ask because I was like, you know what, like, 
you would never deceive me, or at least I would hope so, or at least, you know, because you're good people. You've always been stand up. And when I was like, damn, like, these weren't that crazy. But then you said these weren't yours. So I was like, all right, you know, maybe some, it's a hit or miss. You know, you may have tried some, but like, okay, this is cool. But well, also the market's dried up right now. So anything you want to buy or anything bro, I want to buy. Nick's is stuck in their houses. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's why, like, with the whole fire thing, that's why I hit you. I was like, oh, like, wait. So, what do you need to grow them? Because, like I said, my my, I have a friend who wants to. He has the, like, what does he need to get? You need like eighty dollars. You need like eighty dollars in that much space. What space? The hallway right there. The little. You little have to space. buy like a box like that thing, don't you? Because you have to no. keep the no clean. No. You just need a uh, Tupperware, like the extra large Tupperware tubs. They're like. Like the ones for Pat, like that one right there, like that blue one. Like yeah, but clear. Clear. Mm-hmm. Why? Why clear? So the light goes through it. Yeah, so like okay. you get light. Okay. And just dirt. Uh, no, you use coir, coconut coir. The fuck is that? What the? <laughs> it's like the shavings of the outside of a coconut, but they like, sell so it. So it looks like hay. Like nah, the brown, the brown, the shit that looks, looks kind of like, like dirt. Huh? Looks kind of like dirt. Okay, coir. Coyer. Coyer. You get that. C-O-I-R. It's like, do they know? Where, like, do, you, where do you get that from? Good. Where do you get that from? The same store? Pet, you get them from pet stores or Home Depot has it sometimes. Oh, shit. I'm going ha- to have to fucking hit up, John- hit up Johnny and be like, yo, I found out how to fucking. Yeah, do it. So you just put, and that's it. And you just spray the syringe in the coconut coir. No, no. See, you need to. It's not. That's not it. You need Watch to. Watch me sp- poop. No, you don't eat poop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't eat poop. Like or, or like some type of fertilizer manure, you, you know? You spray the syringe into a jar, right? And a jar has to have grain in it. So like grain, like wheat? Uh or rye. Rye, okay. You know, but you pressure cook your rye. Oh damn, so there's a to lot. To sterilize it. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. You pressure cook it, then it has to have like a self-injecting port or self I cannot do this yeah this uh, yeah. <laughs> this is really hard self-sealing injection anything. port and no you could do it yeah you made it seem like we can't yeah, you <laughs> I know it's hard it's we hard. have a pressure cooker here and that did not seem like I thought I knew what I could do <laughs> if you got the pressure cooker you could do it you don't have a, you have a rice cooker that's not a pressure cooker no there's a pressure cooker over there oh yeah yeah oh, we really yeah you guys are good you can grow shrooms those things could fuck up People make bombs out of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure cooker is liable to fuck up. People make shrooms out of them yeah. too. I am, man. That'd be one better utility From to bombs use. Bombs to mushrooms, pressure cookers. Bombs, booms. All so, right. so you just basically, essentially, saw that mushrooms were taking over the wave of like there is a new market kind of to be had. Yeah, it was for me something that I could, uh, I could make a profit and pay the bills with, you know. Because the bills were cheap, you know, it's just I couldn't move weed at all. So I'm like, damn, I should be able to, like, do you be able to do this. But, you know, I never got no real job or nothing. I just started selling mushrooms and things started to move smooth. Did you, do you think uh, someday mushrooms might be legalized or at least for medicinal purposes? Um, I don't see in our lifetime seeing that. Cause I mean I know like when when I I lost my dog last last year like I was like distraught and I knew there was like she wasn't coming back and I and that's why I hit you up for some mushrooms and I like literally just like spent that like night or like like half of the day just crying listening to music and just realizing my dog's not coming back and then the next day I woke up and I felt really good 
and I bought a pair of J's. And now I'm addicted to J's. <laughs> well, <laughs> my dog died too this year in March. You know. See, and that, but honestly, that's different though. Like I've had plenty of dogs, you know, go, but having a dog get out and then just gone, like that shit hit me different. But I feel like there's a little bit of healing to that, you know, like letting go and just being like, you know what, like she isn't dead. I've checked the like the death records of the Humane Society and shit. Like, and whenever they find a dog with a tag on it, because you still had her tag, like usually see that shit but i was like you know what she was a friendly dog someone just she didn't have a chip and she didn't have her like her tag with my number on it that fell off i was like you know what someone probably was like you know what this dog got abandoned or some shit i'm gonna take it and give it a good old home and then all that happened one after after i took some mushrooms and i was like shit everything's gonna be okay yeah mushrooms definitely have good healing potentials hell know? yeah it's just like mother nature they uh you know but also, you go too far, them motherfuckers are trippy as hell. Have you gone too far? Yeah, I've gone like too far a few times. Like tell, not too far. Tell us a story about bad, you going like, too far. Cause I, I've never had a I've bad never trip. Never had a. I've had an uncomfortable trip, or like, but never like a miserable. Like, oh my god, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I've had trips go all the way to like. I don't know how much is on the scale. Like on the scale, I don't know how much. This is a basic one to ten. One to ten. Ten years, the worst time of your life. Twelve one, is holy shit. No, I, I don't one, think I'm real. One to, yeah, <laughs> one to ten. Ten being like holy shit. Ten being this the is, worst. This is hell. Yeah, I'm literally in hell right now. Like I might have broke my brain. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe like six. Okay. 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 But bad trips are serious. So I remember. Okay, one time. I was on a casual, I, I thought I would just eat an eighth or some shit, you know, I was chilling with the homeboy. It's not casual a, at all. Had about a quad, and I was like, yeah, man, you want to split this shit? And we got a couple beers, we're chilling at the liquor store, and I just felt that shit start to kick in, like, oh, hell no, um, I'm gonna have to take you home and shit. <laughs> and I thought it was him that was making me uncomfortable, you know, so I was like, okay, gotta drop this dude off and i dropped him off and i was even more uncomfortable after that like oh fuck i was not i was like a good 40 minute drive from the house and i was not trying to drive yeah i feel you yeah so i was like fuck dude like i had some bud but i started feeling kind of sick like i was rolling a blunt and i didn't really want the tobacco of it you know and i was just like man i'm gonna pull around the corner and lay down in the car so i was like Pulled around the corner, laid down in the car, and I was so stiff in the back seat laying down. I was like, just, I, I was so tense. Like, everything, I was just all tensed up. Like, and Holy uh, fuck. That sounds I, terrible. Because yeah. I'm thinking was about this, like, was, I, was this know, in Adelanto too? No, no, oh. I was in Rancho at this oh, moment. Okay. okay, wait, time out, time out. So, because every time I've done mushrooms or any type of psychedelic acid or something like that, I've always known either what I'm doing. Like I've ridden my bike to the beach and back off of two tabs. And when I, by the time I got back to my car, I was like, okay, I'm good to drive. But you, you took an eighth at a liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just, I thought, I, I mean, I've been like, tripping lately a lot. So. I, I know, but just like knowing that you were 40 minutes away from the house, like how did you like feel being in the car? Like I would, that's, I would be like, yo, I got to get an Uber to go back to the crib or something. I just didn't want to do nothing. I was like fucking, it was just a painful like 40 minutes. I didn't want to do shit. I didn't feel comfortable with nothing at all. 
After the 40 minutes, you were good, though? Yeah, got back in the car and drove home. Okay. I got, like, a water at the store, and I was, like, I was finally ready to blaze weed, and I was kind of, like... You were you were still tripping, though, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was more like, we've it, been here before. Yeah, yeah. And we've made it home, too. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what's the fucking problem, dog? You know? Get, get, get to it, man. Start the car. Dude. <laughs> just yeah. this... Dude, I don't want to say just to... For to incriminate myself, but there was a time where I had to drive home off of two times of acid, and I thought I was good, but we went on a bike ride. It was me, Dom, Jasmine, the homie Lawrence, and it already started off a shit day. This motherfucker's bike broke at the beach, and I had to like conjugate a sentence that the bike tech would understand. Like, I need help. Can you fix his bike? Because he can't talk to nobody. And got back to the got back to the car. Thing, you know, everything's okay. At Anaheim, literally passing that little like canyon yeah. through, Tonic, like, Tonic yeah, canyon. I realized I'm not okay. <laughs> like, and I, I should not be doing this. And then took the streets, I think, all the way home from that. And after that, it was good. But I realized, no, never again. Can't make that mistake. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel always real accomplished. I'm like I'm I'd be like nervous and I'm I feel like a pilot in a in a bad storm or something. Mm. I'm like, oh shit. And then when I make it touch down where I need to be, I'm like, oh fuck, man, that was <laughs> good thing I made it, you know. Yeah. Like, oh no. Nah. But it's crazy, man. Psychedelics. Have you ever done a, the DMTs? Yeah, yeah, oh, I shit. tried DMT this How year. How was that? It was interesting. I'm, I'm curious to try. They say I was in the waiting room. Uh, what? The waiting room. I didn't fully see the doctor, you know? Oh, okay. Like you didn't do enough. I've heard that you need yeah. like three nice hits or like a big hit to like fully blast off or something. Yeah, shit. I took one big ass hit. I mean, it was point one of weed, point one of DMT weighed out. And uh, I burned it slow. I made sure everything fired up nice. How'd you feel? I didn't feel like all that shit that everybody told me. That's why, but that's all I had. So uh, the homie kicked me down. That's all I so had. So it might not have been enough, maybe. Yeah, because my homeboys say that after that happens, you need one more hit or two. Yeah, like I've heard that like three. If you take like one hit, it's like all right, and then you take another, and then the third one, that's when you fully blast off, and that's when you go on the ride. I just man, that's. I felt it start to kick like it was still in my lung and I just felt the whole everything start to shift real quick and like I was like oh for sure and I held it in my <laughs> lungs and I like kind of I was already on my bed so I kind of laid back and just held it in my chest like and I held it for a good moment like a good long time and I let it out it doesn't really last that long huh no nah, for me I'll tell you what happened it was like things got a little warped my bed was like everything looked cartoonish everything looked trippy but nothing like there was no real sacred geometry i didn't get lost in the fucking abyss of space and time or whatever the fuck like but i'm not saying it can't do that for you at all i just need to go i need to go further because i've heard of people say some crazy shit about that and i'm not saying it's not true i just that time for me i didn't feel it so yeah i need to brush back into dmt See what she's really about. <laughs> but I was always scared because the homies used to tell me, like, 
I don't know if I shit or piss. I lost. I, I don't know. I was just sweating. Holy wet. fuck. Like, I don't know if you. I've never don't heard of someone shit. I shit, if I shit piss. piss myself. Oh, God. Yeah. And that was my homeboy, Billy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> These are all different Billys, you know. Yeah. William, Everyone's William, got a friend. One William, one's Bill. William. No, nah, William didn't say that. One of the homies' names is actually named. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it couldn't have been him, but. Oh, fuck. But hell yeah, everybody eat more psychedelics. If you're not into it, get into it. I definitely would recommend everyone give the psychedelics a try. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're up on about an hour and a half, you know, creeping into the, the late night hours of the podcast for those of you that are still tuning in. Uh, I'm probably going to close it out with something. What we normally do, Tita, is we have a closing song. So, uh... What, what song are you feeling right now? What song have you been like constantly playing on repeat? Oh, Trimming by Micah Nine. I'm harvesting my plants right now. Okay, so, it's one not everybody knows, but the trimmers know. Those who grow know, you know. <laughs> Let's see. Did that shit just freeze? Frozen. See what happens when you're running Linux sometimes. Bronco game starts in five minutes. I feel you. I know. Yeah. Monday night football. We are recording this on a Monday night. We're dropping this on a Tuesday. Dom is out of here. He needs to go configure the television. It's already on. <laughs> oh, you can see it? I didn't turn it off. Well, we're going to exit out with, what was the song name again? Trimming. Trimming? All right. By Micah 9. This M-Y-K-A. Is, this is Trimming by Micah 9. And... We are the Block is Hot podcast. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure to be back, and we're going to be back at it again next week with that fire. I am your host, Famous Amos, a.k.a. the Unidentified Black Male, coming at you live with our good old friend, Teat, and the Chef Boyard Diesel himself, Dom. We out.
Trim party, getting paid hourly, don't bother me. Keep cleaning the blades and my hands. Use every part of the plant where it stands. Indoor or outdoor, something can be. Sativa or the indica, just give me. For the headies, keep the dehumidifier on. Lights, thousand watts are high, very strong. Temptation to put the product in the bomb. Get me inspired, I'm up all night wired. I won't retire, I wanna be the one with the longest road. I wanna be the one that chops the most drove. After that, I'm standing, swerving, and I'ma find my way back to my van conversion. I go to sleep, wake up feeling service, surrounded by some lesbian virgins. But naked, playing my favorite record, making breakfast. I got the eyes on the earth. It's so amazing how we rise from the dirt. Even though a lot of flies in the earth, I gotta sit and try to do some work. On the perfectly sculptured nut Giving the culture about a lot And hoping that no culture runs off With the Christian as a drive I start to cry Because I think I got a little piece of weed in my eye I love Northern Cali Crop I love trimming pot Chop, chop Northern Cali Crop I love you.